Welcome to season three of Getting Into Good Trouble. Wherever trouble goes, we follow. I'm Sophia, and in this episode, we'll be talking about Australia's protests concerning the COVID-19 restrictions and how they have affected many Australians. Because COVID-19 virus is still active, Australia decided to shut down all borders and flights entering Australia from out of the country. These notions have left families and loved ones unable to fly over fly or cross the Australian borders without two negative COVID tests. Because of this, Australians have started protesting against the many restrictions. Multiple protests have occurred and many people have been hurting, hurt during these. So from these restrictions, people are getting many different like emotions which are leading factors to these protests. And it basically all started because of the restrictions in Australia, which was like the enforced stay-at-home orders, having limited travel to three miles, um, having mask wearing being mandatory inside and outside, and when you should have 1.5 meters left between people for social distancing. And also going on in Australia, there are like extremely strict border restrictions and if you do not obey there can be significant fines and because of these restrictions this is why people are getting angry and deciding to protest and um, according to New South Wales it says if you're not following public health orders you can be fined up to 11,000 Australian dollars or imprisoned for six months or both. Wait six months for breaking quarantine that seems a bit extreme. I know, and they've also stated that people will be fined $500 for failure to comply with the direction to wear or carry a mask for those age 18 or older. Um, people can also be fined $5,000 if you do not self-isolate if you're diagnosed with COVID-19, and even if you like um, uh, come in contact with somebody with COVID-19, you can still be fined $5,000. Yes, I heard some people are choosing to protest to make a change. From these restrictions, some people are having thoughts of committing suicide, getting a divorce, or rioting. In the U.S., you can be fined for breaking restrictions, for example, not quarantining when you have COVID, but the fines for breaking restrictions in Australia are much greater. So what exactly has been happening inside the protest? Well, the protests were relatively peaceful at first. Then the cops started using pepper spray, tear gas and all this different stuff on them and they started to rebel and throw everything they could get their hands on like signs cups anything and this led to a lot of officers getting hurt wait so have there been any like serious injuries from the protest would you say one officer broke his finger and four had concussions it was getting really bad till the police started taking action into their own hands and arrested 40 people and gave out 260 tickets for violation of COVID restrictions. Oh my. Wait, why do you think all the protesters did this? I think they felt like nobody was listening to them and they were pushed to their breaking point and they just, they couldn't deal with it anymore. I conducted this short interview with Suzanne Pastish, uh, who lives in New South Wales, to get an inside look on this crisis. Hello, my name is Suzanne Pastish. I'm Aiden's grandmother and I am in Australia, unable to travel to the US at this time because of COVID. I have, I arrived back here in November of nine, 2019, and then a couple of months later, uh, COVID started. So for about March, 2020, we have been in lockdown. We are not, uh, citizens, Australian citizens are not allowed to travel overseas. 
um, as a dual citizen, I am a U.S. and Australian citizen. Um, I could possibly have done it, but then I wouldn't be able to get back to Australia, and it was not considered safe. What are your opinions on the COVID fines? I think the COVID fines are good. I think it's uh, government is trying to make it safe for everybody, but there are some people that think that everybody is anybody except them. So the fines are a good deterrent to stop people from doing things that are dangerous to the overall community. Some of the fines here are very strict, like if you're in an area and you're told not to leave that local government area and you do leave, go on a trip, you can be pulled over and if you can't prove that you have a reason or a permit, then you will be fined quite heavily. If you don't wear a mask, you can be fined $200, I think, on the spot, if it's a mask-required area. But the fines work. They, they, they help people do the right thing. It's a little bit of a stick, but it certainly helps. This is some exciting info on the state's lockdown. I have not been able to travel even within Australia. I have not been able to see relatives that live more than say hundred miles away because they're not been allowed. Well, they were allowed for a while, but not of late, not since Delta. But since Delta came to Australia, we've had more problems. Up until Delta arrived, I had not worn a mask, for instance, even though we were limited in travel. But once Delta came, we had uh, quite severe lockdowns in each state. Well, there's only eight states in Australia, but each state would close the borders to the other states depending upon how many infections and so forth. So I have not left the house very much at all just to go to doctors or shopping and that's it. But luckily I live a couple of hundred yards from the beach so I can walk there whenever I like. As you can see, this shows how big of an impact COVID-19 has on the Australian citizens and their day-to-day -day life. This interview was really helpful and it opened my eyes to a new perspective on this crisis. Although a lot of people find the COVID restrictions in Australia absurd, there are reasons for them. After the first COVID case in Australia, um, the, the cases only went up from there. No one was really listening to the original restrictions to prevent the spread. So there is only one solution to that. The New South Wales government had to double down on the strictness of their restrictions, which, as we know, left many Australians upset, leading to the protests. Have they started easing up on the restrictions, or are they still super strict? Well, yeah. Actually, Melbourne, once known as a city with almost zero control over COVID-19, is now easing up on its restrictions. Melbourne came from six lockdowns, adding up to 262 days. 262 days? No wonder they started protesting. Well, citizens of Australia started to get excited and celebrate that businesses began to open up their doors. Although they are easing restrictions, there are still strict rules over mask mandates and international travel from other citizens from other countries. But Australian citizens are now allowed to have quarantine-free international travel. And recently recorded this week, 68% of Australian citizens have been fully vaccinated. Well, is the Prime Minister involving himself in any of this? Yeah, actually. In fact, today on October 22nd, he made a statement saying, 
We need to move in a pace that the Australian public feels very comfortable with. We need to demonstrate that opening up these borders is being done safely and they can feel confident because I want us to open confidently. It is nice to see that the Prime Minister is actually including the public on his decisions. Yeah, I definitely agree. Um, I guess these protests did really have a serious impact on the Australian community. Do you think so? Well, yeah. These protests did, in fact, make a significant impact on the Australian community. So, if you would like to hear more about these types of protests in the future, make sure you listen to our next episode on Getting Into Good Trouble. Thank you.